Hey, Robert Starr here. On the way home after another busy week in our pharmacy practice, hope you're all really well. It's a very difficult time here in Melbourne, in Victoria in general, uh, as we experience a second wave of the coronavirus at the moment. Um, I wanted to share a few thoughts with you. Um, it's been a few weeks since my last little recording and um, quite a few lessons to take from that. But a few themes that I've been mulling over the last couple of weeks that I thought would be really helpful and quite relevant for where we are right now. So what we're experiencing is there is a great deal of uncertainty and whenever we have spikes in coronavirus around us, it does lead to a heightened anxiety in our patients. That's a given. Uh, it's not new knowledge, but it's something that we certainly see in our practice every single day. And, and what that does is it then forces us into pressure situations, especially when there are out-of-stock medicines, like, for example, Olmosartan at, at the moment. We are expected to give accurate timeframes as to when stock will arrive from our wholesaler. And most wholesalers, um, where with API, uh, they will tell us a rough expected time of arrival when it may be back in stock. And... What we've found is it's so important and critical how you communicate those timeframes with patients and realistically to try to establish the importance to them. That's, that's the key thing. It's very easy to get into a very process-driven mindset of just saying, well, we expect it back in a week, we'll let you know, or just come in in a week, or something passive that doesn't really take away the anxiety from the patient's point of view that we're actually taking care of them. And so we are then faced with a junction where we need to be very careful because in our practice, we're now in our fifth year, we're still establishing rapport with the wider community around us. And it's so important that we do everything possible to maintain and gain patients' trust and not to do anything that's going to deviate from that. Now, where this is going is that it's at this point, we need to make sure that we're asking for permission from our patients. A lot of businesses, probably more sales-driven businesses, prefer to ask for forgiveness as opposed to asking for permission. So they'd rather tell the patient what they want to hear first up to put them at ease and to you know pacify them, so to speak, but they may not ask for permission. Now, where I go with permission is that we're being completely transparent with what our expectations are based on our prior knowledge of when medicines might arrive back in stock. We're communicating and the language that we're using is in transparency with what we know. So we don't know that they're actually going to arrive on that particular date in the wholesaler's warehouse. We know that it is anticipated. So the wording is very important. And that what we can do is we can advise patients that we can update you on this date and let you know if it's available. Now, if their particular time frame, and this is the critical part, you need to ask them how many, how many tablets you might have left, how is that gonna impact their treatment? It depends on where you go. We've spoken about doing referrals in the past, so this is where we would actively call all surrounding pharmacies to try to refer a patient to a pharmacy with that medicine in stock. And it's so important we do that because it's something that obviously the patient could do themselves, but in terms of forming and maintaining a strong relationship, 
we're understanding that this is a source of discomfort for a lot of patients to have to call around and try to pronounce names that they're not actually quite sure how to pronounce them. And so it is obviously easier for us to do that, but then we can document that and keep that as a resource in our team so we don't have to make that conversation uh, and have those conversations with those pharmacies again for a couple of days because our information is pretty current. So it really is a great resource for multiple incidences of these types of out-of-stocks. So it's at this point in time we're asking permission, permission, would you like us to call around? Now they don't, some patients will say, no, look, I'm actually headed back 20 kilometers the other way. I'll, I'll prefer to actually check there. Or no, look, I've got a couple of weeks. Could I leave it with you and then let you know? But you're letting the patient tell you what to do. So it's really important that we're asking for permission not asking for forgiveness because we've overpromised something at the front beginning. So that's lesson number one for tonight. Uh, the second one is probably more so a general theme in terms of what businesses are actually in the business of doing. Now, we might say that as pharmacists, we are in the business of ensuring our patients good health and providing them with services and products to be able to help them to stay in good health for as long as possible. But more simply, we're in the business of making and keeping promises. And, and it's my belief over our five years of growing our practice, that one of the keys to success and growth that we've seen is been around making sure that if we make a promise, we know that we can keep it and we do everything possible to make sure that we keep it. And then when I'm observing other businesses that I've interacted with, it's the same theme that comes up over and over again. So it's something that you can think about whenever you're having your next interaction or counselling session with a patient, what are you promising and are you delivering on it? And more so, it might be what your team are promising and what they're delivering as well. And particularly in times where there is uncertainty about what's going to happen next from a healthcare point of view in Victoria right now, from a medicine supply point of view where there's been so many more out of stocks than we've ever had over the last few years, we need to make sure that we're keeping our promises and don't promise something that you don't know that you can accurately deliver upon. And we find that if you keep those, those dialogues open and transparent, then clearly the outcome might be something that really aggravates the patient point of view, but they can understand that you're you know, their partner in this, you're going to help them get through it and that you're not a source of frustration or adding to that. So I thought that was really important and probably a really good message to be sharing and, you know, hopefully you can apply this in your own practice as well. Hope you're really well. Look forward to hopefully some better times in Victoria next time we speak. Um, but um, have a great weekend. Uh, it's Friday night here in Melbourne and uh, a wintry one. But uh, yeah, hope you're all well and I'll speak to you soon. Bye for now.